0: Hello, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Modern Manual Therapy Unplugged. I'm Jason Shane from Shane Physiotherapy, and I have with myself Erson Religioso from ModernManualTherapy.com. Erson, how are you doing today?
1: I'm well, and TheManualTherapist.com.
0: And TheManualTherapist.com. So uh, we decided to create this podcast because we thought it would be interesting for people to be able to learn not only from the success stories of clinicians, but also failures as well. And uh, do you want to talk about how we came up with this idea?
1: Sure. I, there's a lot of great long-form podcasts I listen to, um, and I, I tend to hit stream instead of download. It's not really a bandwidth thing, I don't know what it is, I think it's some sometimes easier, but. You know, sometimes I only have a 5-10 minute commute, and when I'm streaming and I get to a really good part in a podcast, when I get back in my car, it doesn't pick up back where it left. So I thought that for those of you who may have the same problem or you don't necessarily have the time or energy to listen to a long-form one-hour podcast, I thought that you can really, still learn from what kind of top-notch and clinicians have to say about their failures, not necessarily successes. We, th- we leave successes in the description but i think that you can learn more about what we talk about in terms of what we learn um, from our mistakes in both practice and business
0: i think that ties in then we should probably start with the first question is what was one of your biggest mistakes that you learned from in practice i
1: don't know if this is one of my biggest mistakes but it was definitely one of my most memorable mistakes and this goes i mean an 18-year career i've definitely had a lot so I try to, to learn from each one, and I'll never forget this one. So I was maybe only one or two years out, and this is back when I would actually see patients, especially older patients, maybe two or three times a week for months and months and months. This lady was the very defi- definition of crotchety. Like Literally, if you were to look in Webster's Dictionary and look up crotchety, her picture would be there. From day one, day one, we, we di- I had a very nice staff addition to me, of course, young and cocky back then, a lot cockier than I am now.
0: When you believed you could solve everyone's issues? And
1: I believe I could fix everything with my hands. And um, I had a very nice secretary and nice students and a nice assistant. So very nice, cohesive staff. And none of us like this lady. I mean, from, from day one, she was just mean. And she was short-tempered, answered things, you know, just harshly. We all try to be nice to her for at least a week or two. I mean, two weeks doesn't sound a long time, but <laughs> she is she was a Metroid. Do you know what a Metroid is, Jason?
0: I do. I used to have that game on my Game Boy back in the day. Who's going to know that reference?
1: An energy drainer. Yeah. So after, who knows, maybe two, three weeks, we basically kind of gave up. And it was one of those things where... She was probably referred from a doctor who I didn't want to upset and I still wanted to, to try to help her. But, you know, if you've ever had a patient who you look at your schedule for the day and then you look at the names and she was one of those ones where you come across a name and your heart just sinks. <laughs> you've, had, you've had that before, right?
0: Uh, not the, By no means the majority, but, you know, we call them same thing, you know, energy drainers, where at the end of the appointment you have less energy than you began. Fortunately, it's not even close to the majority. It's a very small portion.
1: Right. Yes. Um, you know, and again, every other patient that we had that day would be happy to, happy to serve. So it got to the point where basically my secretary would just kind of hand her exercise card. She comes in. Um, maybe say hi, maybe not because she often didn't say hi back. You know, she basically just sit on the table with a miserable look on her face. And that's, that's not something that's not someone that you exactly would, would just want to be that you're nicest to. So sure. She, this is a tip. This is the visit that I'll remember the most. She comes in, my secretary hands her exercise card. Maybe she says hi, maybe she doesn't. I don't know. I wasn't up there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I go to put her hot pack on her. Um, I say how you doing today and or how's your pain today, maybe? I didn't even ask her how she was. How how's your how's your pain today? Yeah. All, All of a sudden she just sighs and lays into me, right? Lays into me. Like I was a child and she was a school teacher, you know, and she caught me doing something wrong. She's like, listen, none of you guys, you don't even say hi to me. You don't ask me how I'm doing today. You just hand me an exercise card. I'm in pain. I've been in pain since I got here and I think I'd be doing a lot better if all of you guys would just be kinder. Then <laughs> the whole clinic stops and and that's when, you know, instead of really getting upset, like I easily could have gotten upset and be like, well, you know, you're kind of a big B, you know, like
0: <laughs> Understood. <laughs>
1: we're, yes. We're, which we've all wanted to say to people, and I'm surprised because I was only like, you know, 25 or something, and I easily could have said something like that, and especially because I wasn't an owner of a practice; I was just an employee. So, yeah, you know, from then on, we basically tried to kill her with kindness, and you know, the next time she came in, I think we, but we all apologized profusely. I made everyone mm. apologize, and i um, like, hey, you know, next time we'll just start off on the right foot. And, and the next time she came in, we were like, hey, Mrs. So-and-so, how are you today? And can I get you a hot pack? And let's help you out with these exercises. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you what, like everything went so much better after that. I mean, I can't even really remember. I know she did better with her pain. I don't know if she got 100% better, but I mean, everything was better. I mean, it, even when we saw her name on the schedule, it was like actually someone – I looked forward to because it was almost like a challenge. I mean, and and she just softened up, and she was she started smiling for the first time in months. You know, <laughs> when she came in, and, and I'll never forget that. And, and it seems like a no brainer now. And, and when I talk about you know customer service and valuing your customer on other podcasts like you know Therapy Insiders, yes. Um. So yeah, I will never, I'll never forget that. Always try your best and kill them with kindness. Is did you re-
0: did you realize it at the time? Like, did, did you have that epiphany at that time?
1: At that time, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like, she changed the way I looked at crotchety customers.
0: Wow. And, you know, I've, I think I found the same thing, is you're right, is in general, if you are nicer to someone, they have a very hard time continuing to being, uh, continue, uh, being crotchety, being uh, grumpy. They can't do it. it. It's impossible for someone to keep that up.
1: That's right. He's, you're always... You're all smiles and you kill them with kindness. It's, it's really, it takes a lot of energy to continue to be mean to someone who's so kind to you. Absolutely. Well,
0: there's our first story from Urson Religioso, uh, modernmanualtherapy.com. I'm Jason Shane from Shane Physiotherapy. Uh, thanks for listening. And we look forward to future podcasts with all of you.
1: All right. We also appreciate your ratings and follow us on Facebook. Exactly. <laughs>